But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Yeah, well, I'm trying to listen to Slipknot because uh, it's my personal time. Yeah, the, well, the first ten minutes are for us, Mike. We've uh, discussed this many times. Uh, uh, t- yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, it's it's late night. It's Tuesday night. Here I am. I'm just trying to have a nice time. Oh, you can't have a nice time with and me. And I gotta work. You can't have a nice time with me. I gotta work. I gotta do this show. You can. The door's right there. You can see the door. You're welcome to leave. No, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get tweets about it from. Who? Oh, oh, where's the show this week? What happened to the show? I get text messages directly about that. Yeah. Well, uh, what these people need to understand is that I need time in my own life. All right, to listen to Slipknot, Nero Forte, the 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 banging new track off their recent album, whatever it's called. I personally like being good friends with most most of our. Uh, we are not your kind. Close listeners, you know. I like being good friends with them, and they feel like they can ask me questions. I don't know if that's how you feel, but that's how I feel. I like it. I think uh, it's good. To be quite honest, um, I do. I re- I do like that people like the show, and I like that they're nice about it. And uh, while um, and the sort of community of uh, of friends uh, that we have online. Uh, that we talk about show adjacent things with. I don't know how many of them listen to it every week, and you know what? Honestly, uh, I don't. I don't expect that sort of commitment out of them. Um, but there's also like twelve of those people, so it's fine. I imagine on a higher level, if we had, if we were uh, notable podcasters, I think I would. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if I have it in me to be a man of the people. In a way that um, podcasting seems to demand in some ways. Well, anybody, or at least like streaming does. I mean, like you have to be so. Yeah, you're not going to get viewers unless you have a regimented schedule. Hang and on. then when you're off schedule, there's a lot of questions. We're getting a phone call from. I'm going to take this. Put it on online. Yeah. Hello. Just hit any, believe that? hit any number. You'll get a person. Oh, this could take forever. No, it won't. They need you more than you need them. Nah, that sucks. Uh, get, they're calling me with this at 10 p.m. I, <laughs> I gotta, we got a call at work today from uh, card member services telling us that um, uh, that that we have a, a can are eligible for lower rate. And the guy walks me through. I get him on the line right away, and he walks me through the whole thing. And he's just like, "I imagine you're paying high rates on your on your balance." I said, "Yes." And uh, he's just like, "Is that the Visa or your Mastercard?" I'm like, "That's the Mastercard." And he's like, "But you're paying all these things on time. You're keeping up with all payments. You're never late. You're always trying to pay more than the minimum when you can." I said, "Yes." And he's just like, "And what balance? How much balance do you owe on that Mastercard, sir?" And I said, "Sixty nine dollars." And he said, "I should be ashamed of myself." And he hung up on me. 
It's also nice to tell them that you owe like an absolutely obscene amount of money. It's like forty five thousand dollars on my fucking Mastercard. <laughs> and it's like oh forty 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 five thousand dollars, and you want another credit card. And get at least one. I bought fifty-five suits. <laughs> Was that the number? Forty-five thousand fifty-five suits. <laughs> I, I mean, the, uh, I'm wearing stuff from Coles right now. You and Bernie, dude. Bernie Sanders, man of the people, wearing Coles. But no, I, I think like um, man of the people. You know how like how pissy people get in the Twitch chat when they resub and like the host forgets to say thank you. Yeah, that's some entitled shit. And like, it's very I don't have, aggravating. To yeah, me. I don't have that in me to like get pissy about that sort of thing. But I also, if um, if someone did it to me, oh my god, would I be mad? Then again, we could go the Chris James route of just telling uh, if if any of our fans upset us to tell them to fuck off. Yeah, we, just don't, leave. we don't need we don't need you. Uh, but luckily, no one out there is trying to hurt me, as far as I'm aware. But there's still time. And if you would like to hurt me. Uh, do it because we need content. Uh, speaking of content, you want to watch this movie trailer? Yeah, I want. Uh, by now you know. By time this uh is up, I don't know when do you think you get this thing edited? Saturday, Sunday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, Brendan's it, making big promises about Wednesday. It's, it's always like a twenty-four hour. What do you? Go back to the Poconos. You're better in the Poconos. I was better in the Poconos, dude. I was loving the lake. Um. I was down a gravel road. I was away from all this podcast business. So, And by now you know, there's an Adam Sandler movie with Mike Francesa in it. Um, Brendan wants to play the entire trailer uh, because he hasn't watched it, which means that he doesn't know that it's two and a half minutes long, and he just wants to play the audio of a two and a half minute trailer. Taking a bit from the Bang Local Dads, boys. I'm gonna play the entire trailer, and then um, if you, when you realize that it doesn't play well from an audio perspective, we can just edit this down to uh, just Francesca's part. Okay, I well, I just edit. I just decided to edit out all of that. Oh yeah, no, of you talking that's as fine. well, that's just fine. everything that you just said. Don't mind pretty it. much in don't, the entire lead up to, don't, the, to uh, this trailer. I don't, I don't mind it. Just about every word that's been said so far. On this well, podcast. anyway, it's in any case, just, play. Trimmed. Play it. Trimmed I, I won't. Bit. I won't be able to hear it because I'm not wearing headphones. You always. You love doing this where you do where you you, you, you you knock the bit down before I get to it. You it's fucking. Not a bit. You give it a shot in the knees. <laughs> They're just like, bit. all right, let's it's do it a anyway. Two and now. A half minute movie trailer. <laughs> oh, you know, you could be showing up. With, movie trailers on the radio. You could be showing up with solutions and saying like, well, the Francesca bit's at 57 seconds. Instead, instead it really what is. It's about 30 seconds in. You could, if you just, the first 30 seconds, that'll get you to the franchise. That comes up pretty quickly. We're going to start. Let's pay sock out. All right, Larry, you're a Jew again. Welcome back. Is this a serious film? Take a crazy risk to gamble. And it's about to pay off. Adam Sandler looking tough. I want the Celtics halftime. I want Garnett points and rebounds. What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. That's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. Oh, there he was. I disagree, Gary. Well, that was good. Kevin Garnett's in the film? Kevin Garnett's in the film. Um, I also want to read this... uh, uh, 
this tweet from uh, at Jewish worker, um, who I believe are a uh, uh, sort of magazine. Um, what America truly needed at a time of surging anti-Semitism is a, a film about a crooked Jewish diamond merchant. Thank you, Jewish Republican Adam Sandler. If you want to, if you want to take it as seriously as you possibly can, is that the extent? Yeah. Well, taking any Adam Sandler bit, uh, you know. Hey, Mike, don't take life too seriously because you'll, 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 um, you'll never get out alive. You'll never get out alive. Is what they say. The people say. Uh, in any case, I want to point out that the uh, the filmmakers are Jewish. Um, and uh, additionally, um, th- these are the guy. The, uh, these are the guys that made Good Time, uh, the Robert Pattinson film. You uh, said you like that movie. Good I didn't time see it. is so cool, and also um, this is uh, in an A twenty four movie starring Mike Francesa is the perfect confluence of uh, uh, me and my girlfriend's interests coming together. That's the most important thing, and I, I I sent this trailer to her this morning, and I just said just like the 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 opposite poles of the things we like have come together, finally. What else does A twenty four do? Um, no, they're they're like an art house, uh, uh, stu- you know, sort of movie uh, studio. Uh, you would recognize many of the uh, the films uh, that they've done. Let me pull up a list for you here. You may recognize uh, some of these, such as <laughs> Blacked. Come on, calm down. Let's uh, work backwards here from uh, stuff that uh, uh, they did. Uh, they did Midsummer. They did Hereditary, First Reformed. They did Good Time, as we mentioned. Uh, they did Moonlight, Green Room. Which one was Green Room? Green Room uh, is the the, the hardcore uh, film with uh, uh, when that band uh, is getting like uh, are, are locked in the green room, like trying to escape neo Nazis. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think I'm familiar with that. Green Room is badass. The, uh, Ex Machina. A lot of good movies in this. Yeah, they they, they do a lot of good stuff. Um, and you don't like them, just your girlfriend does, as you were saying before. Yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. The only, uh, uh, the only movie I like is, um, uh, uh, the, the, if it doesn't have The Rock, I'm not seeing it. Towering Inferno 2. The Rock has never been in an A24 movie, and I think that tells you everything you need to know about the stuff that they do. Oh, my God. Kasanti got shot in Ballers. Just You said The Rock, and Kasanti is dead. Running back for, uh, I don't know who he played for last year, but this year he was supposed to play on a couple teams. He got into some trouble. And tell, got, tell me they do a funeral in the rain. So I think the next episode is going to be the funeral. It's going to be in the rain. You know it's going to be in the rain. Of course it's going to be in the rain. The Rock is probably going to speak at his funeral. But The Rock just lied about him. I don't know. Crazy shit going on at the end of Ballers. Check out haters in the building. But, uh, crazy shit. Because Hanty got shot right on camera. And then they had to do reaction shots of everybody. Just, like, finding out the news. And there's a lot of, like, well, first of all, this entire season has been, been The Rock staring out a window. <laughs> he doesn't, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He just stares out the window. <laughs> and everybody else just kind of, like, stoically, stoically just kind of stared out into space and, like, shook their head. Like, sat down and, and like, uh, you know, palmed their fist. And just like, ah. Too, too soon. 
Gone Too Soon, Cassanti. Oh, you want to do the first ad read? That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so to uh, look, sometimes I'm gonna get a glass. I'm gonna have some of this as well. Okay. Sometimes you you think oh, I have to get drunk. I simply must. But how are you gonna do it? There's a lot of ways. Beers, maybe. I don't know. There's vodkas as well. Some vodkas, but 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 the thing people th- they think they're they're all the same. They're not. Some of them are made out of corn. Some of them are made out of uh, potatoes. Some made out of rye. Just because it's Polish doesn't mean it's made out of potatoes. And that's what brings us to Belvedere, single estate rye. And this is the forest iteration. There's a forest. There's a lake one. The lake, more floral. This, more, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, rich and complex. You hear that? That's special. That's Belvedere, baby. Hand me back the bottle so I continue can continue reading it. Oh shit, we're not recording. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep doing that. To it's you. an unfiltered Polish vodka. It's a rich, savory vodka crafted with rye from Smogory, a village amid vast forests in West Poland, where a single estate cultivates the Diamond Dankowski rye. For full-bodied vodka, and I'm changing my name on Twitter to Diamond Dankowski. Product of Poland, distilled and bottled. Polomos Zardrow. 40% alcohol by volume. Please drink responsibly. Belvedere, the official vodka of Dismal Tide. Tuesday nights, and good times everywhere. Uh, yeah, this, this vodka is particularly hoppy. I, li- I like that. I like that it's hoppy. I don't. I don't know where you're getting that from. It's uh, taste the hops. There's there's there is no hops in this. There's no. You didn't get the hops in yours, and really came through in in my uh, I my taste. Look, I'm not saying that I taste everything the way that it's supposed to be, but it's a hundred percent uh neutral spirit distilled from rye. Yeah, all that. So, the, uh, so the I'm hops. just I'm telling you, it's got a good good body. A lot of people robust. Uh, they they would be blend. concerned because it's not gluten free. Uh, now I'll tell you this: uh, gluten is a protein that does not survive the distillation process. Now, if you were celiac, it's worth, you know, using an abundance of caution. But if you're just like, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren 
uh, supporter, gluten intolerant, um, that I, I think uh, I think you're safe to drink it. So this is safe for um, all, uh, all 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 libs and socialists alike, unless you're celiac, which I want to <laughs> see your blood tests to prove it. Mike does not believe. Was that you not believing in celiac disease? You don't believe that that's a thing, is no, what you were saying. Absolutely believe in celiac. So I'm not sure that you should just facing away from my microphone. <laughs> just keep gaslighting you every time you let go of your. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the new bit. I, uh, celiac is real. I, w- I was thinking about making my new bit just being the host that curse curses a lot. And you're like, "What's up, fucking guys? This is the dismal goddamn tide." But oh, now it's like going to be like the WTF in- introduction. Yeah, yeah. But now it's just going to be gaslighting you every time you put your microphone on your shoulder so you speak. Just, just make this the worst possible show. How far into the show are we at this point? Uh, and as we mentioned, I forgot to record. So 16 minutes. 16 minutes. So, uh, <laughs> so that's it. It no, it's just funny. See, we've uh, the closest we've come to talking about sports is mentioning Mike Francesa's name, and that's it. And and then talked about vodka for a while. In any case, what do we got today? What's what's worth talking about? Would you like to start with a creepy reply? Uh oh yeah. So I uh, this was brought to my attention on one of the Discord channels that I'm in. This one I think was in the Chapo Discord, perhaps. Maybe it was. Doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't know who this person is. Smashaton. S M A S H E T O N. Uh, and she just basically posted a a picture of herself, kind of like doing a, a a straddle balance on like a concrete post. Yep. And uh, her post is basically just like, I had a whole, well, I'm going to read the first paragraph of of it. I had a whole thing written about saying out, about staying out the other night, eating loaded cheese fries, missing missing a workout, and being flexible, and being flexible with training. And that is important. But the more I reflect on this photo from my lift, uh, the more I know it's important to share these moments when I'm not as comfortable with my body as I would like to be. And then she goes on for another couple paragraphs about how just like you know body types are different that's sort of like just body positivity kind of thing uh and you just start scrolling down through the replies and you see one from verified uh verified poster on instagram uh from darren Ravel. oh dear uh just simply commented thick and beautiful two c's um she seemed to have responded to everybody on this thread she said thanks friend thanks friend the crazy thing about our rundowns is that everything in them is meant to suck all the oxygen out of the room, which is the truly special part of the show. <laughs> you just go like, ah, god damn, <sighs> fucking damn. Honestly, Ravel. that is sort of the, the one, the, the, those are the ones that are, are really the, the. I mean, again, that is the purpose of the show in the end. Like, all the things that I submit, or most of the things that I that I will post to uh, and send to you, uh, for to potentially be put in the rundown, are usually a little. Um, uh, it, it's usually like some uh, some sort of like a pettiness uh, or just something uh, stupid. Um, but like the truly miserable stuff that you have to dig for, like uh, the things that are just like like all of the screenshots on my phone. I've. Uh, I was talking about it over the weekend. Uh, uh, I mentioned to my dad that my uh, my camera roll has fourteen thousand pictures on it, and I realized that four thousand of them are screenshots, and like all of them, or I, I I would say ninety percent are probably tweets I'm mad at. 
that I just never say anything about. I screenshot it and then I just move on. Like I think about like posting it or saying something and I just let it go. So I'm pretty good at cleaning up like my screenshots and pics, but like generally speaking, I'll go through like once every two months and just like I can't make heads or tails over the 700 Facebook screenshots that we don't even get to in the show. But I'm still in there screenshotting it. And then, like clockwork, Monday or Tuesday comes, and I forget that I've done any of it. And cool. And it just sits there. It's just these people uh, talking about hard work and how they're uh, happy that that Kentucky linebacker thanked all the troops and cops before he went on the field. Well, I'll talk about Cash Daniel all day. Cash Daniel, uh, the Kentucky linebacker, guy who wears like uh John Randall eye black um for our younger listeners John Randall uh was a uh, Minnesota Vikings uh defender and uh, uh, defensive end linebacker I think he was a defensive end I think he was a tackle but he was definitely on the line um and uh he is uh, uh <sighs> he was like one of those must protect this house guys he used to just like eye black his whole fucking face he was, he was a defensive tackle, you're right. In any case, um... Wasn't his eye black the one that went... It wasn't under his eyes. He went over his eyes. He went, like, a bar around his eyes. Yeah, he he looked like the uh, the ultimate warrior. But how do you fucking sweat with that shit on your face? He didn't care, dude. He, it was important to him to, to look badass. I mean, you don't have to care, but if you get eye black in your eyes... It's it... addition, uh, additionally, uh, I should mention Cash Daniel is a white man, so I'm gonna go ahead... And I dislike him, so I'm gonna go ahead and call it blackface. Uh, additionally... Uh, Cash Daniel was seen uh, this Saturday thanking all of the troops in attendance at a Kentucky game. Why the troops have time to go to a Kentucky game if they're so busy defending this country, I don't know. Plenty of cops, too. Plenty of cops, too. Uh, and uh, then uh, 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 nemesis of this show, uh, formerly Barry McCockner, now banned, now at Sexy Troop Lover, um, uh, said, and again... Um, like for for as for as uh, grading as I find that guy, or it's probably like several people running that account, considering the amount of content. That several they barstool people. Yeah. Um, potentially. I mean, if it were barstool, I feel like uh, he would have found some way to monetize it more clearly. I'm sure he's followed by quite a lot of barstool people. But the one thing that I will say is that he does seem to have genuine contempt for the troops, like the. <laughs> That's oh, why. So this was not okay. That's, I so uh, he said, uh, "What? What is? What is it exactly? Does it say?" I'm sorry. Hope you watch this at Colin Kaepernick. You son of a bitch. Yeah, and then that is uh, that is responded to by uh, th- this girl, Sammy, who's just anybody. It says, "I wish he was this nice when he comes into my restaurant, and has hundred dollar tab, and doesn't tip." And then a bunch of. Uh, very angry uh, troop lover, uh, genuine troop lovers, uh, tr- and troop respecters, and all um, uh, women haters and uh, people who are just fiercely opposed to tipping uh, descended upon her, and just like, damn, I can't believe you did this just for the clout. You're pathetic. And she correctly pointed out that she has 300 followers. How should she know that this was going to? Yeah, get, this is the one that pops. Get 45,000. Like, by the way, like. Uh, I, I, it's impossible to know what, uh, what's going to get you attention on Twitter. Um, you, you, you got to get the right person's attention at the right time. 
and uh, I I never uh, really successfully have the o- the most popular tweet that I ever like it the only things that I've gotten thousands of likes on uh, or any sort of engagement on is like replies and occasionally like one reply will get me a, like a the in the right thread you know uh, will occasionally be liked by a thousand people but like the only thing I ever posted uh, um, that got even a hundred like organically uh was the time that i uh found all those tweets where people were saying steph curry's gay if he doesn't jack off to his mom and which i'm sorry i uh you snapped me back to the conversation with that because i'm reading all the people who are yelling at her for not tipping yeah uh, or for the whole tip thing. yeah uh one particular meme I, i'm enjoying a great deal is uh is this one which i like memes well, uh, let me actually preface, preface, and don't take that out of context, please, because I, I do not like memes. But I do, ironically, like memes that have just entirely too much, touch, too much text and uh, a lot of things to to parse and break down. Like this one, who uh, features like a, a Roman warrior whose sword is a, is a sentence, his arm is a sentence, his body is a sentence, his shield is a sentence. Fuck off. This is not good content. All right, sorry, go ahead. I was also going to point out that uh, Cash Daniels' ex-girlfriend uh, has made uh, many posts on her Twitter account talking about possible domestic violence charge from Cash Daniel. Uh, she has posted many pictures on her Twitter uh, with her counting it as evidence of the scenes. Uh, as you might imagine, basically oh, a bunch of Kentucky fans are just calling it bullshit. Anyway, all the worst to this dipshit. Official enemy of the show, Cash Daniel. Also, I'm I'm sorry. Like, she's she's chasing clout. But his, like, shameless shit at the beginning of a football game where he goes and just shakes people's hands and says, thank you, this isn't cloud chasing. This is just I what a respectful just, young man I does. I don't understand for the life of me how people think going up and shaking the hands of cops and troops is, like, not the... Uh, doesn't make you a massive fucking dork. It's so fucking... You're, yeah, it's, it's you're so, such a loser. It's so lame. It is. It is fine to uh, like, but you pay taxes. Like you already, you already thank these people with paychecks, and you don't want to be that guy. But like, still, like I, I don't understand the impulse for a second. Like all these, these are those same guys that would be like, you wearing a, a, you're you're wearing a jersey as an adult. You got another man's name on your back, and you going up like groveling. To this fucking guy with uh, just like a hot dog neck with wraparound Oakleys and just being like, "Sir, what you do? I every day I sit, I pray for your life, sir." Just like, what's wrong? What's wrong with vodka, Brendan? Hard liquor's yucky. Don't <laughs> shit talk the sponsor. Hard liquor's yucky, man. That's fucking yucky. You know you can push shit in this. No, they said I had to drink it on the fucking. Or we're not getting the sponsorship. I'm fucking drinking it. Belvedere, no, thank you so goddamn this much. This is going to be a Sherry's Berries situation. When- well, that's those are good. We could put some Sherry's Berries in the fucking Belvedere, man. You know what you do is you take a bunch of Skittles and you put them in the bottom of it after a while. They'll dissolve. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's way cooler with a clear bottle. And you don't have a clear bottle of Belvedere. We could put it in like a Poland Spring bottle, though. That'd be cool. All right, everyone knows that we're not actually sponsored by Belvedere, so I want to point out that I got this for free. Um, I didn't actually go spend, depending on what you're looking at, you know, between 35 and $60 on this. 
Hey, and listen, if you also find people hard- are really charging sixty bucks for this. If you also find hard liquor yucky, sound out in the comments. Sound alf out. Sound alf in the comments. It's so- it, let it, us know. It's solid vodka, uh, ad- admittedly, but um, but it, it's uh, I, I I like Stoli. Stoli's twenty five bucks. Oh, the liter's fifty dollars. Uh, I will say I tried very expensive tequila. We tried very expensive tequila a couple weeks ago. That I have time for. That is good. It's really good, but it's three times the price of like pretty good tequila. So we had a what did we drink? What was it? Don Julio, nineteen forty-two. Yeah, very the, good stuff. Which is yeah the so you, the nice tequila. I mean, like if you if you have to give a tequila as a gift and you want someone to know that it's expensive. That's what you buy. It's like it's the tequila Dom Perignon, you know. Sure, but you have there's tequila you like as much that is as good. That's there's other ones that I could name that. And would, now yep. you just took a whole big swallow of that entire disgusting drink, and that is very impressive to me. I like it. <laughs> it's good to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's me me too. Well. As as I will demonstrate right here with this very large, um, you know that's the stuff. <laughs> that's the good, that's the stuff we like so much right there. Just just gonna put some pineapple juice in that. Pineapple juice is pretty good too. I'll I say. do actually have cranberry juice in there. Well, let's start. I I tried to set you up for that one. You didn't say it. Well, uh, on your fucking period. I don't, I don't need to quote the departed for people to respect or like this show. <sighs> All right. What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about uh, True Respect. Um, yeah, Cash Daniel, big thumbs down. I would like to drown in the toilet. If you listen to the Dismal Tide and you have access to a Kentucky game, uh, disrespect him to his face. Disrespect uh, Cash Daniel to his face. By the way, uh, I mean, unless he gets drafted by the Niners next year, <laughs> like Nick Bosa. Look, it, it's also it's difficult because it's like you, with a lot of these people, like I don't know, pick um, any Daily Wire columnist who you could just, uh, who who you could absolutely uh, just beat the shit out of. Like if if I don't, uh, I wanted to pull a slightly deeper cut than Ben Shapiro, but like the first thing I could think of was Ben Shapiro. But like basically, most children could beat Ben Shapiro in a fight. The trouble with Cash Daniel is he's a fucking monster, dude. Like he is. I mean, most he is like I don't know anything about college football. Is he's gonna be a pro, right? I I genuinely have no idea because okay. uh, there's I I don't I don't know what translates to NFL talent because like there's a bunch of guys who you look at and just be like, wow, he's incredible, and then. Uh, draft time com- comes around and Mel Kiper and Todd McShay are just like he can't do it he's just like he sucks I feel like circle jerk guys like that are often just like they're doing this because they're trying to raise their profile because somebody told him hey do you want to be a fucking charger next year you gotta get your no this guy there. I mean he is um, uh, I, I, he's building a brand for himself yeah that's what this I'm saying guy, and like he's gonna uh, if the, at the minimum Cash Daniel becomes Fox News correspondent Cash Daniel when he graduates. I know it's a me, me, me culture, but we're just making it so much worse. And I didn't even want anyone to pay me for my jersey. And Cash Daniel here also supports that line of thinking.
If you remember last year, uh, I think during bowl season, I, I made my one pick for a guy who's going to make it in the NFL. Uh, and I said it was uh, Muhammad Ibrahim, the running back from Minnesota. And uh, I'm, I'm sticking by that. I want to I'm saying it on the show now. Is he still in Minnesota? Uh, yeah, I think he's a sophomore. OK, so he's, he's got plenty of time. But Muhammad Ibrahim, a guy who I said uh, is going to be a good NFL player. That's my uh, that's the one guy that I saw and just said he's special. I said this year that this current draft class was a bit overrated, so I traded all my dynasty picks out of this draft, and uh, I seem to be uh, mostly correct. Hang on a second. I need to... Uh... Josh Jacobs is pretty good. Kyler Murray is fine. But he's clearly a rookie quarterback. I think it, it's also far enough back in Slack that I don't think I can search for it. But I just—I remember you saying it. I remember, yeah. But I also remember you saying you responding with somebody uh, obvious and me getting mad at you. Nah, I wouldn't do that. Doesn't sound right. <laughs> you probably said something like like this Clemson quarterback or something, and just like, how dare you? No, I think the kid that I kind of liked last year was Benny Snell. Out of um, he wore blue. I think he was. Yeah, I think he went to Boise State. Uh, he's a Steeler now. Still not playing. But uh, James Conner not looking very good. Also quite hurt. God knows how Jalen Samuels does. But I think Benny Snell's third up. He could get some reps this year. Steelers are dog shit. That's true. Uh, you know, I- my boys just beat them. The Niners. Very happy about that. They any win over the Steelers feels like two wins. It's so fun. The Steelers have a lot of problems. Um, they ran their two best players out of town, and then their quarterback, their morbidly obese 37-year-old quarterback, got injured, and he says he'll be back next year. <laughs> and then they traded away their first overall pick, which will be which will be a top 10 pick, maybe even top 5. Uh, they traded him away for a safety, who, admittedly, did get an interception at the weekend. He's pretty good. He's good, but... Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Kelly? Minka Kelly. It's Minka Kelly. Derek Jeter's ex-girlfriend, Minka Kelly. And now Pittsburgh Steeler, Minka Kelly. Clear eyes, full hearts. She was in, she was in the, that football program. Which I can't even... Friday Night Lights, there I, it is. I, I, I just, could not find the name of that. Oh, I thought you were, I thought that was a bit... <laughs> no. Uh, it's, I don't understand for the life of me why the Steelers would trade away a first-round pick, even if it is for a very good player. 
unless they really believe in their current quarterback, who had at that time played one game. The NFL's, uh, in my attempt to defend this, the NFL is a changing sort of landscape, and it, it appears that cornerbacks are as or more valuable now than they've ever been, because uh, you just have to run and stay like athletically with the receivers. You can't just bash them around as much as you used to. Yeah. Uh, so guys like him are uh, far more important than they were five or so years ago, and he was drafted like third, and he's only like a sophomore in the NFL. So he's pretty young, and he's going to have his contract coming up soon. But you know what you have in him. So, like, maybe he was, you know, if you could have been in that same draft where he was picked and you got him at eight, you would have felt like a genius. Well, now they're basically trading eight for him. And he's like, I didn't miss with this pick of Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, no. I, I mean, I'm not debating whether how, he's good how, or not. How, if he's good or not. But, like, if they have him for four years, who cares how they got him? If you draft a quarterback, you have. If you draft a good quarterback, you have him for life. I mean, how many, uh, how many Super Bowl contending or Super Bowl Super Bowl winning quarterbacks ever end up on a second team? Very few. Sure. And, and it's usually the only reason they ever do is because they get replaced. You know, uh, the did you say that earlier? Because they should draft a quarterback. Yeah. Okay, I missed that. Part. They. I mean, I mean, looking back on the last this century. Who is the only quarterback who Breeze, a team right? ever got rid of too early? And it's Drew Brees. Brees yeah, he's and in Phillip Miami, Brady. right? Um, no, he was in San Diego. Oh, right. And, Miami thought about signing him, in and um, and then they got rid of him in exchange for Philip Rivers. Um, and Philip Rivers has worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, I mean the the Chargers losing the playoffs every time they ever go because something horrible happens. Uh, Kurt Warner changed teams as well. Um, but I guess he was kind of past his prime and then popped again in Arizona. That's true. Yeah, Kurt, yeah, he he uh, sort of, well, um... And Favre. The Rams, but again, the he Rams was quite old. drafted someone, I think, who replaced Bradford, I think. Yeah, well... Maybe was... it was Bradford. That might be a bit late. But, and and yeah, Kurt Warner uh, had a, a, a bit of a, a you know... A late career uh, renaissance, yeah. Um, but and and Peyton Manning, you know, went to win a, a Super Bowl with the Broncos. But it was also that was after a, a severe injury, and then when the the Colts got Andrew Luck at number one. So you're still struggling through that. No, right. no, I'm, uh, I'm fine. It's <laughs> so good. So I I don't. I, I also understand that taking a quarterback in the first round is a big risk, and everyone wants to end up with a Dak Prescott or, uh, most notably, Tom Brady. But there's no way that the Steelers—I don't know. I don't believe the Steelers think that they have one year left to Ben Roethlisberger. I think that even with this, they think he can play like Tom Brady until he's 41, which means they have three or four more seasons. Look at them side-by-side, side, physically. You don't have to convince me. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was on uh, TV twelve oh, for about getting, an hour today. You know, I thought about doing that as a bit, as uh, as going through. A, a... He's just Massachusetts Alex Jones at this point. Is he selling fluoride-free toothpaste? No, it's just a bunch of fucking supplements that you. That's my edgy. That's my edgy dismal tide host thing. He's just selling a bunch of fucking goddamn supplements. Damn, dude! Bunch of shit you can get on Amazon for fucking twenty-five dollars, fucking cheaper. You this know guy's what I'm fucking saying? saying? What we're all thinking. 
Uh, but he also sells like uh, massagers, I guess. He, he calls them like, I forget what he calls them, but they're like handheld. Oh, yeah, the, the vibrators. Yeah. Yeah. They are uh, vibes. He also sells um, fleshlights. Did you, I I feel like this one went pretty viral as well, but did you actually hear the uh, the guy talk shit on Nelson Aguilar, the Philly guy? Yeah, uh, that was, that that was very good. Yeah, you did a good job there. He saved children and then dumped on the Eagles. That is like true Philly right there. Yeah. Good guy doing good things and then just like takes one jab at one of the sports teams. And to Nelson Aguilar's credit, uh, he's like, uh, help me get in contact with this guy. He's coming and like sitting in a luxury box next week. I would uh, I'd bring him down on the field and just just see how many he catches. Like, listen, you can catch live. Just throw live balls children. at him way too hard. Yeah, <laughs> not so fucking easy now, is it? <laughs> Unlike Aguilar, no, I was. He did a really good job on uh, all sides of the ball. There, you know, defense, and you know, with the attack on Aguilar, offense. Uh, Antonio Bryant, Forver, 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 and whole yeah. I, look, if there's one thing, he's Forver, and we know that, and we're saying it, and they're all saying it, and we'd love to say it. And we, we're, we love it. We love it. Oh, we love it. Uh, Antonio Bryant, former wide receiver of multiple teams, his best seasons came in Tampa Bay. Two, two of them. He only played seven years until he was 29. Very respectable career. 30 touchdowns. 30 NFL touchdowns. Nothing to sneeze at. No, he had a decent career. He, had, uh, he was bad for the 49ers, and then the, uh, they booted him off the team he, for substance shit. Yeah, he was an okay cowboy, and he got into it with Parcells like a lot of people did. But he was quite a good buck. He was very good. I think he had like 1,300 receiving yards one year. Yeah. 1,200? Anyway, more, more than tweeted. enough. More than me, I'll tell you that. He tweeted. Not that that's the standard, but... Are you done? <laughs> I couldn't do it. If if socialism means people ain't gonna die because they can't afford their insulin, then yeah, call me a socialist. But because what we got right now ain't working, uh, I would like to just read some of the. the uh, so that was the most milk toast support of democratic socialism, right there. That's about as as dipping your toe in the water as you can get. That well. I'm not saying it is a bad thing. I'm doing it as a setup for the comments. Well, okay. Um, let's take 90% out of your paycheck from Ben Kruger. Kreger. That's not really how that's going to work. Uh, might want to check deaths caused by socialism. LOL. Which is definitely the same thing as people dying because they can't afford insulin. It's people dying in Venezuela. Uh, speaking of Venezuela, the people of Venezuela would like a word. That's just really quite the talking point. Oh, this guy just felt the need to respond with four sentences. Uh, Rob Dunlap, fuck you. No, I'm not even going to read your shit. I'm just going to say fuck you on my podcast about you. He could have supported it, but too much. Too much. More people are dying from other things. Just look at Venezuela, crying from laughing face nine times. They're eating rats. Okay. Socialism is giving away Pitt's national championship because West Virginia doesn't have any. Nah, I'm cool. That's, you know what, that's actually exactly what it is. Can't, that, this is the only reason I like socialism, so we can strip three Super Bowls away from Tom Brady. Give one to the Lions, give one to the Browns, give one to the Chargers. Well, nobody can have more than three. <sighs> nobody can have more than three. That's all socialism. Athletic socialism. 
the NFL is already socialism. It's, there's profit sharing. There's a salary cap. No one's allowed to make more than a certain amount of money. That is, yeah, that's all top to bottom socialism. It's, it's a closed market. You can't even threaten to go play elsewhere, except for Canada. And if you do, you're ridiculed. You're you might as well be dead if you're playing the CFL. In the opinion of uh, all the people whose job it is, like Schefter or whoever, whose number one job is to defend the integrity of the shield. Corporations love socialism. They get bailed out by poor people on a weekly basis. And we're seeing it more and more, as you've seen, all these major, major corporations just standing up for socialism because they know Visa has really just gone, hey, bring the socialism. It's only going to help us. Antonio Bryant, uh, you're a friend of the pod now. You can, Antonio Bryant. Big cheers to Cash Daniel. Cheers to Antonio Bryant. Antonio, if you want to come on the Dismal Tide, let me rephrase that. Antonio, we want you on the Dismal Tide. You belong here. You're one of us. You get on this show with us. Uh, that that toe that's dipped in the water of socialism will be a a, a, a jump into a 10-foot deep end. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm, You're mm-hmm, going to love it. Mm-hmm. And we're all loving it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything left in the rundown? Yes. Okay. There are two items, and I have a third dimension at the end. Remind me. What's next, baby? Austin Matthews is in trouble. Austin Matthews, who? I'm going to let you guess who Austin Matthews is. He's an NHL player. Mm-hmm. What else do you think you know about? What What else can you guess about him? He's white. Yep. He plays in the United States and not Canada. Nope. Ah, he plays for Winnipeg. No. He has CTE. Uh, he's he's 22 years old. Okay. W- which is not to say that he doesn't have the beginnings of it, but um, Austin Matthews is a, uh, a center uh, or a centerman, to uh, use the hockey terminology that, uh, uh, that I enjoy. Um, I think centerman is a funny term. Uh, plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But he is from Arizona. He was born in California, but grew up in Arizona, which is always bad news. Arizona is fucked up. I mean, there's really no two ways about it. It's really funny to me how New Mexico is this sort of, like, just one big hippie community, and Arizona is just insane fascists. Yeah, just a bunch of seething racists. Yeah, I don't understand how there's such a disconnect between two neighboring states like you that. Really just who have like two. similar yeah. like climate and geography and all that. Yeah, I would just assume it's like an it, unbelievable. Just blink yeah. out that line in between them, and I just I just assume that it would all be fine. You know, just like Arizona is New Mexico, New Mexico is Arizona, but no, not even close. Um, also protect Bill Richardson. He was on the flight logs, but he was innocent. <laughs> oh, man. The one good guy on the flight logs. No, he's not good. He sucks. Just for the record, he I sucks. He sucks hard. Those flight logs are not... It's, it's bad news. Lenny Dykstra on the flight logs. Lenny Dykstra is the most guilty person on those flight logs. <laughs> All right. Keep By talking about Austin some margin. Sorry. This from Deadspin. According to a police re- or according to the police report, let me start that over. 
According to the police report, Matthews and a few of his buddies left his condo complex around 11 p.m. on the evening of May 25, 2019. Approximately three hours later, around 2 a.m., as the complex's security guard sat in her vehicle as she normally does to complete some paperwork, she was interrupted by Matthews and his friends allegedly tugging on the car door handle as if in an attempt to enter the vehicle. This is a very bad idea before you even get to the part where the secu security guard is a military vet with, with severe PTSD. Matthews and his friends reportedly explained that they thought it would be funny to see how she would respond. Needless to say, it was not funny, and the guard was very pissed. I gotta say... It was a goof. When you and you and a bunch of other drunk guys surround a woman's car and pull on the door handle... Well, when you put it like that, Mike... It sends the wrong message, and... I get how you might, as a drunk person, might not immediately understand the the power dynamics at play there and how misinterpreted this could be. <laughs> Which is not that this is a goof and we're like, oh, we're going to steal your car, but so much as like you're going to be uh, raped in this parking lot at 2 o'clock in the morning by all of these men where there's no one where you're the only person around yeah wanting to see how she responds is really just like I want to see a flash of terror yeah the more lighthearted uh, read on this is remembering uh, one of uh, one of the great tweets of all time I'm gonna go ahead and without making a list say this is a top 10 tweet all time the uh, pal tweet the uh, banging on car window of girl in parking lot putting on makeup you don't need that you're beautiful naturally trying to open door my pal came back for a little bit, but I think he's gone again. Um, two tweets, one of the greats. Two tweets come greats. to mind. For... He was the one who wrote the Bernie Sanders incest porn tweet that I I can no longer find again, and seems to only exist in my memory. The uh, the two tweets that I think of for my favorite tweets of all time are first the one and it's like uh, Southern lawyer. He's like, so uh, why did this here Bowser have? That... <laughs> Go ahead. You, I'm sure you remember it. Give me a second to compose myself. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking about this tweet on the toilet earlier Why did he have such an animus for the boy? Now this here Bowser character, why's this Mr. Mario got such animus for the boy? That's my favorite tweet. That, I don't remember whose tweet that is, but that's incredible. Closely followed by the um, the, the briefcase full of, uh, what, jelly beans? Yeah. yeah. Hi, sir. I briefcase full of jelly beans breaks open. <laughs> Why's he got such an animus for the boy? Um, yeah, drill tweets are a uh, category all their own. So many of those are so good. Yeah, drill doesn't count. He's separate. He's detached from it all because he would have probably the top seven or eight tweets of yeah. all time. He's been and he's been doing it for the longest time, and I know longevity doesn't count for uh, uh for much, but I mean. Still putting out a lot of great stuff. All right, and what's our I last thing the we pressure get to? gets to him sometimes. Like, when you have that many followers... I think he's like, probably just got, like, a job, so he just doesn't care how this goes. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever, I get a paycheck anyway. It's hard to know. I still don't like to think about him as a real person. I still like to just think of him as the character. What's the last thing we have to get to? Is the Wheat Kings? Is that it? Uh, yeah, so in any case, Austin Matthews sorted out. But, uh, the, uh, but the most important thing, the most important thing to take away from all that, apart from do not pull on the door handle of women's cars at 2 in the morning who you don't know. 
is definitely don't pull your pants down after you're done. Oh, wait, I forgot the point. Yeah, well, th- that... I rushed you through it. If, he, if he'd just done that, then uh, he did... They pulled on her door handle and then ran away, and then he uh, he he mooned the security guard and grabbed his butt. Was this at his so apartment building? It makes it sound that way, doesn't it? It's just got to be one of those, like, so you just... You've got to move out. You have to leave. You're you're just like this, this landlord. No, he's kicking out. Yeah, you're just, just like an NHL player. It's like you just you have to go. You just I'm sorry. You just, oh wait, you just yeah, have okay. To leave. Here we go. Um, the the guard says Matthews' friends made an effort to defuse the situation, but Matthews is accused of taking an altogether different approach. Joe Buck, please avert your eyes immediately. In reference to the incredible uh, Joe Buck response to the Randy Moss mooning incident. Uh, Austin's friend then stepped in and tried to calm the guard down and asked her not to tell management. As the friend was speaking to the guard, she said Austin began to walk away. And after he walked some distance, Austin pulled his pants down, bent over and grabbed his butt cheeks. The responding officer tried to clarify with the guard if she saw skin or who's wearing underwear. The guard said she knew he had his boxers on and she did not see his butt. There is also security, there is yeah. apparently security camera footage from the complex of a male subject walking towards the elevator that had his pants down around his ankles, in which it is clear that the subject underwear is still on where it belonged. The guard contacted police after one of Matthew's friends apparently made another attempt half an hour later to talk her out of contacting management. Less scandalous than, scandalous than the half-mooning is an attempt to enter the woman's vehicle uninvited in the dead of night by a group of drunk men. Don't ever do this. It will never be anything other than creepy. Like, uh, again, and that, that is all the, the words of Chris Thompson and Deadspin. Um, so, like, before... But yeah, do not, do not pull on the door handle of anyone's car at night. However, um, if you want to moon a security guard, um, I think that's uh, I think that's funny. But the first part of it has uh, is is too much and a bad idea. So not not to make it all about this one thing, but um, this previous episode of Ballers would have been much better if The Rock had to have a face to face with Kasantig after he'd done this instead of <laughs> instead of pretend to shoot somebody. Um, if if The Rock had to call uh, future free agent Kasantig into his office and say, "Now, did you mooner?" Because like. If all you did was do this, and you didn't moon her, then fine. Like, everybody makes mistakes, but if I catch you lying to me, if I catch you lying to me one time, you're done in this league. And he goes, Rock, Spencer, I'm sorry. I didn't, but I would never moon her. And the Rock just hits the space bar on his computer. And he's like, take a look at this. And it's just him, like, (laughs) penguin walking back into his apartment complex. Get out of my office right now. So, uh, Austin Matthews, do better. Don't drink so much in your own apartment. Don't, don't, do not assault the security guard in your own apartment complex. Hey, you, come here a minute. Come here. Come here a minute. God damn it. Come here, just come here. Come here a minute. I'm not going to do anything. I don't under, I don't know what's, I don't know what's wrong with people. I really don't. I like just, one, just like a little less obvious, but like, why wouldn't you think you were gonna get shot? Like she's a security guard. Oh, she ostensibly has a weapon of some sort. Maybe I a don't taser, know. a baton. I, I mean, maybe not, but like probably as a so taser. A lot of security guards, especially in Arizona. 
Stand your ground shit. Yeah. Merrick, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, what's his name? Dwayne Johnson. No, not the... Mm. Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Thank you. Sheriff Joe Arpaio has probably influenced many security guards in Arizona who are ready to kill anyone. And now Austin Matthews is white. That much is... No, that is known. But... Honestly, might have gotten shot by somebody with an actual George Zimmerman tattoo. So... Which I just had mine removed. So I can talk about yeah, other well, people's George Zimmerman tattoos. Yeah, now that you've seen the error in your ways. Yeah. Um, 2009 was wild. I, yeah, if, if Austin Matthews got killed by a security guard because he was trying to open the door for a car, it would have been... There you go. That, that'd be your most uh, insane sports story of the last 10 years. Is that the... Uh, Man trying to have a laugh. Yeah, gets <laughs> gets killed in parking lot in, in a pretty defensible scenario. Ooh, it was a goof. It was a fucking joke. Oh, you shot me right in the knee. I thought I was supposed to go numb and now it just fucking hurts. That's too There you go. You ended up quoting the departed anyway. Uh so uh lastly, in more hockey news, uh one well number one there's gonna be a dismal tide hockey podcast whether Brendan liked it or not. Um, as long as I don't have to edit it, you do what you want, man. I, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna. Wheat Kings, tell me about the Wheat Kings. Wheat Kings, one and one. Uh, so far, they had a back to back. They lost the the season opener. Um, they uh they went down to uh Winnipeg Ice. Bad name. Apparently, good team. They beat the Wheat Kings three two. Um, but lucky. then they got lucky. But then. They did. They uh, the Wheat Kings went down to Winnipeg, and uh, they beat them four two, on their ice. And despite the fact that they're called Winnipeg Ice, they lost on ice. That's pathetic, suspicious. If you want my opinion, that's pathetic. Uh, next uh, Wheat Kings game is at seven thirty uh, uh, Central, and uh, on Friday against the uh, Moose Jaw Warriors, and we will be there. We're going to be there in Brandon, Manitoba, Canada, uh, cheering on the Wheat Kings, demanding our free hats. If we don't get a hat from the Brandon Wheat Kings, I don't want to say what's going to happen. Use your imagination. I'm calling for a grassroots movement right now. I, I, you know, above all else, we're going to be respectful. But we're going to start tweeting at the Wheat Kings and at, just politely asking them for a hat. Uh, and as we discussed last week, one hat will suffice. It'll just make us mad. We'd really like to. So, you know, if you find the time in your schedule, send a tweet to the Brandon Wheat Kings. Say, hey, the Dismal Tide did like a couple hats. They support your team. Thank you to jo- Joe is trying. Joe mentioned uh, on, on Twitter that he is following the Wheat Kings and keeping up with what they do uh, because uh, it is important uh, that, uh, that that he follow them because we follow them. And so more of that, please. Um, so that that is a Wheat Kings update. One and one. Uh, we're trying to win the WHL title. Uh, can it happen for a fourth time? Uh, 79, 96, 2016 WHL champions. Uh, can it happen again 2019? Yeah. It, uh, it absolutely can. I don't see why not. So, um, so get in on the action. Brandon Wheat Kings. Uh, you can get uh your season tickets for four hundred ninety nine dollars. That's fourteen sixty eight per game. 
that's sensational value. Um, you want uh, you want your kid uh, to get a season ticket, ninety nine bucks for the season. That's two dollars and ninety one cents per game. You can't do better than that. All right, and as we always do, I'm gonna take this last swallow of vodka while um finish the vodka while I uh, read out um uh, the the stuff. Okay, I'm gonna because yeah, we don't get the sponsorship unless I finish it. That's, That's right. Mm. Do it. So, uh, uh, follow us on Twitter. You already know. I'm at Mega Clang. Brendan uh, is it? Good stuff. Brendan is at Brendo Big Bucks. Uh, follow Just the follow the, uh, the 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 Dismal Tide on Oof. Instagram as well, where I am summarizing. Uh, I'm I'm doing the Monday night uh, hockey social media roundup now. Got any lines? No. Uh, Monday nights, I'm now posting uh, whatever uh, things I saw hockey players post. So we post where uh, Kasperi Kapanen seemed to go to a Family Guy-themed miniature golf. Um, Br- uh, Blake Coleman from the Devils is selling a $40 hat that says P20 on it because uh, his nickname is Pickles and his name is 20. Again, Once again, this hat is $40. Um... <laughs> it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, um... Well, uh, hockey players are all uh, simpletons, and they love our boys. They love the most boring shit imaginable, uh, and they're all like trying to like ha- in get like a yoga pants fortune, and uh, and it's important to keep up with their grift. I find their grift uh, tremendously entertaining. Uh, so yeah, follow us on those things. Keep up with all that. Um, congratulations to the Mets uh, coming back to beat the Marlins at the five-four win. Brandon Nimmo walk off. Um, ooh, Brandon, uh, quite literal walk off. He walked, and Amon Rosario scored. So we love to see that. And uh, big prediction of the week: uh, Rockers are gonna uh, beat Michigan on the Saturday, and uh, Harbaugh is gonna get fired. Uh, all right. Uh, before we leave, just uh, just say who your favorite uh, Brandon Wheat King is. Mine is Johnny Hooker. Mike? 